Hey everyone, this is Christopher Luxon, the former CEO of Air New Zealand. This is John Lee Dumas, the founder and host of Entrepreneurs on Fire. This is Tracy Ibarra. I'm an executive solutions at Dell Technologies. This is Travis Chappell, founder of Build Your Network. If you are wanting to learn how to embrace change, to navigate through disruption as a leader, then listen to the Leadership is Changing podcast. The Leadership is Changing podcast. The Leadership is Changing podcast with my good friend, my very good friend, Dennis Giannoutsos. Welcome to Leadership is Changing. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change. This is taking your leadership to another level by finding the balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. It's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsos. Hey, welcome to the show, Leadership is Changing. What we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Leaders everywhere confront similar obstacles because people are people, but everywhere you go, leaders are overwhelmed, disrupted, and under pressure. They run from email to email, meeting to meeting. Many leaders are not changing quick enough, which means they run the risk of becoming irrelevant and being left behind. The purpose of the show is taking our listeners' leadership to another level by finding their balance between executive excellence and personal well-being through stories that inspire real change. I believe we don't have enough effective leaders in the world today, and if we can get the leaders to step up and lead change, then they can inspire real change. Hey, listeners, it's now time to adapt in our fast-moving world. Listeners, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, feel free to go to those communities. We would love to see you there. And that is the Facebook group and the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing. Hey, I want to welcome you to today's Ask Dennis episode, which is a freestyle episode. I'm asked a question by our listeners, or I share my thoughts, insights, and experiences from working with many leaders around the globe. So to welcome to today's session, today I'm going to talk about why is networking hard? And I'm finding that uh, as I'm working with various leaders in relation to them wanting to go out and start their own business for leaders who are wanting to go off and go into a new career, or if they're wanting to go into another job, a bigger job, in a scale perspective, and go and do something a lot bigger, some of them are finding it hard to network. Quite surprised, actually, to hear that actually coming from people. But then again, I'm not surprised because a lot of people do find it difficult. The thing here is if you find or you think networking is hard, well, then you're right. If that's what you think, That's what's going to happen. So we have to change the thinking a bit because a lot of people get hung up with the word networking. And networking is one word. To me, it's relationship building. To me, it's getting to know other people. To me, it's about going out there and finding out about others, getting them to and learn about them, but also them learning about me. So some people I work with say, look, it's not easy. I find it difficult. I struggle with it. And some of them are actually even dry reaching as they talk about it. And they find it quite scary. And I ask them, well, what is it that you find scary? Or what is it that you don't like about it? What is it that you struggle with? And I get various answers. One of them is, I don't want to feel like I'm using people. Oh, I said, okay. And some feel like that they're trying to go and take something from other people. And I ask, well, 
what is it that you want to do when you're with people? Well, I just like to be able to have, you know, feel good about it, but also have a great chat with them and, and a great conversation and really just build relationship and be with people to get to know them better. And maybe they get to know me as well. And they go, great. So on one hand, you talk about, you know, what you don't want. But on the other hand, you do know what you do want. You see, what I find a lot of times is that when I go to networking events, there are people out there who are like a little dog with their tongue hanging out and they just can't wait to get the bone or the treat. Now, the thing here is, team, is that if you're going to networking events and you're going in there to go and sell something, if you're going in there to go and take something, then it's not going to work. People are pretty smart nowadays. In fact, they've always been smart. People have this thing, what I call a BS radar. That's right. They can see when you're coming from miles away. In fact, they know when you're after something. So the thing here is this. If you do know what you want and you know what you don't want, well, then stay away from what you don't want and go and get what you do want. In other words, if it's that you're wanting to focus on, which is having a conversation with somebody and just maybe building a relationship with them, then go in with that mindset. But if you go in and focus with, a, I'm going to go and network and I'm going to go and get business cards or I'm going to go and get a contact and I want to be able to sell them something, then that's not always easy. Because how we speak to people or how we come across can be also sounds like a little bit too salesy, if I can put it that way. Nothing wrong with sales. The masters of selling. You'll note, they won't go in there and try sell something right away. They'll go in and build relationships. The master of selling is asking a question and then listening to what people say. And listen. I mean, really listen. Same with networking. Getting in there and just getting to know people and saying hello is the first step in actually doing it. So what I found is that people who I've been working with, some in particular, you know, who have not been wanting to go out and network. They felt funny and they felt like, oh, it's not me. And I'm going, okay, what's not you? And as, as I've already told you, I've given you some examples of why they're saying it's not them. What was quite interesting, there was one in particular that I worked with and it took months and months and months for them to find a new role. They left their organization they were and they were looking for a new role. But then they didn't want to go out and network with people. But the only way they were going to find a role was to actually apply for roles and actually meet with uh, recruiters and people like that, which meant they would have to network. And so they actually were not wanting to go and tap into their network to see if they can get a job through the network because they felt like they were using those people. You know, several months later, they get a piece of work. They get some work. They get a job. What happens is that they came through from their network. Now, it came through a little bit differently than what most people would think. You see, they applied for a role and others knew, well, the people who were actually hiring them, knew that they were from a previous company, same as other people already working in their organization from that previous company. So they went up to them and said to them, what do you think? And straight away they said, you've got to just hire this person. you just got to get them on board. Fantastic person. And so the network gave that person credibility. That network gave them transference of credibility. You see, team, what I find, and even finding some guests here on the podcast and things like that, if I go and approach somebody, it's okay. But if I get somebody else to introduce me into that network, 
then what happens is it gives that transference of credibility straight away. And it means that we're on a different level already. And so I find it very interesting how that all works and what we can do here. But just know that you're going to get things done through your network and their network, right? It's not just in your network. It could also be their network, uh, which is really important. So my question that I sort of get asked, or a question I get asked all the time is, so how do we network? Well, for me, I think what you need to do, first of all, is be very clear on what networks you want to be part of. So if there's a business in a certain industry or a certain kind of uh, domain that you want to be actually building, then you probably need to build networks within that domain. If there's a certain industry that you want to work in or industries, then you probably need to go and think about building relationships in those industries. See, most people stick to their bubble. They stick to the group or the team that they're in. In fact, they don't even network within business units across or cross business units within their own organization. First of all, start off with actually getting to know other people within your own organization. Cross business unit relationships are fantastic in building those networks. Then start thinking about people outside in the industry. Who do you want to start thinking about and who do you want to actually connect with? You see, if you're going to go to some events that are coming up, I would actually then research the next 6 to 12 months what events are coming up. And then I would put them into my calendar. And then I would try and find out who's attending those events and then look at, say, maybe one or two or three people that I actually would like to meet. And maybe I even reach out to them beforehand just to say, hi, I'm going to be at this event. I look forward to meeting you. But what's your intent when you go to these events? Are you going there as the little dog with the bone, you know, with your tongue hanging out to get the bone? Are you going to these events to have the sausage roll and a cup of tea and just feel nice and uh, enjoy it? Or are you going in there to meet others? And how many others do you want to meet? I wouldn't go in there to try and meet hundreds. I'm just going there to meet two or three quality leads, quality people, quality people that you would like to have part of your network and then just go in there and start saying hi. Build relationships. Think of one or two or three questions you might want to ask people when you're in these events, which is pretty cool. As I said, don't try and meet everybody. But then there's the other side too, right? You want to meet two or three people, but you don't want to then stick with one person either because that means they're not networking and you're not networking out there as well. If you really like the person in the sense that you get on well with them and and you want to know more about them and so forth, then set up a coffee catch-up in the next week or two to catch up with the person and talk about things and so forth. So then you can do that. Use the event to then go and start meeting other people as well. If you can find out who's going to be attending before that event, that's good, as I said. So then you can meet the one to three people, the key people that you want to meet to, uh, meet them and just reach out to them and so that you look forward to catching up with them. Now, I mentioned just before as well about asking them questions. What you want to do is you want to meet these people face-to-face like this in an event. It might even be virtual as well, team. That's okay. See if you can take them from online to offline. Even if you meet them in these events, then bring them offline and have a chat with them and talk to them, all right? So what's really important here is that when you go and meet them for a coffee or tea, I say to people, go and drink coffee with people if you can, if you like it. Get sick and tired of having coffees. Why? Because if you can sit down with a coffee and get to know people, ask them questions, 
and think about the questions beforehand. You only need one, two, or three key questions to ask them. And you can probably ask most people the similar questions. And so as that starts to roll in the sense that they feel comfortable, they're sharing more things with you and you're wanting to share things with them too. Listen to what they're saying and listen to where they're going with things. And they probably will tell you about some of their pain points and things that they're going through and things that they're looking at doing and achieving and wanting to go out there and do. And then you might start thinking about how you could possibly assist them and help them doing things. I find when it comes to networking, there are a lot of people want to go and meet with people, as I said before, to sell things, or they feel nervous. Well, take yourself out of the equation. When you are networking, just like when you're presenting or speaking up front, become audience conscious, not self-conscious. That's even true for networking. If you can be audience conscious, it's about them and getting to know them and learning about them, then you might be surprised on what you learn. Networking isn't hard. Networking requires work. We need to do the networking if we want to be successful or grow in our industries and our roles and our businesses and so forth. But I know one thing, team, that you become the people you hang around. And if you had a situation in life and you want to go to another level and whatever that is, then go and find a bigger group, a group that's performing way better than you are, people that you can learn from, people that you want to be part of, people that you can grow with, but also people that you can help too. The thing here is if you can find the right network around you and get people around you to work together with each other, it's a wonderful thing when it happens. Networking isn't hard in my view. What it is, it's an art. But what I find is networking is that everyone does networking anyhow. Because when you have a barbecue or when you go out to see friends and so forth and other people, it's just saying hi. And if you're saying hi and then get to know each other, great. That's a wonderful thing too, team. So I'm really going to highly recommend that if you haven't already gone and read books on networking or checked out other podcasts or other material on, on networking, I'm going to highly recommend that you go ahead and do that. Networking is an art and a skill that you can utilize all the time and it's really going to help you a lot. So I wish you all the best with the networking side of things. If there's anything I can do to help you or your organization team, feel free to reach out to me and I would love to have a chat with you whether it's coaching, whether it's facilitation of events, whether it's actually strategy sessions, team building, anything like that, change, leading through change, uh, resilience, all that kind of side of things, feel free to reach out to me anytime. More than happy to help you, your team and your organization go forward. Hey, if you haven't already checked out the Facebook group, Leadership is Changing, or the LinkedIn page, Leadership is Changing, we'd love to see you there. That's the uh, communities are in relation to the podcast, but the topic of Leadership is Changing. And if you already are part of that group, that community, we'd love you to invite other people to come to that community as well. And, you know, you really get the discussion happening around change and leading and so forth and, you know, resilience, the mindset and what we're going through all at the moment. Love to hear from you indeed. Hey, listeners, what we as leaders know to be true is that change is constant. Change is incredibly scary, especially with the unknown and the unfamiliar territory. Hey, it's time to adapt in our fast-moving world when leadership is changing. 
Look out for the episodes as they've been released. Download them, have a listen, put a review and a rating. Those reviews and ratings really assist us and really help the, the podcast going forward. Hey, feel free to share them with your family, your friends, your network. I've been blown away by the number of people who are saying that they're hearing about the podcast from other people and they're thoroughly enjoying it, which is fantastic to hear. If there's any feedback you'd like to give me about the show or if there's any questions you have for my guests as I interview them, or if you have a question for me on the Ask Dennis Freestyle episode, feel free to send me an email, dennis at leadingchangepartners.com. Hey, listeners, it's always great to be with you. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, bye for now. Thank you for listening to this episode of Leadership is Changing with your host, Dennis Giannoutsas. Each week, we and our guests provide information and insights through exploring leading change, inspiring executives and leaders to adapt and lead a bigger game in a fast-moving world. 